that's what we are we're thinking about this morning uh, the story of Narnia the lion and the witch and the wardrobe that's what we've been uh, thinking about and I want to think about seeing the invisible seeing the invisible has anybody ever seen something invisible yeah what did you see a spirit, wow, okay. <laughs> okay, seeing the invisible, that's what we're thinking about this morning, seeing the invisible. Because in the, in the story of Narnia, uh, Lucy sees something in the wardrobe that nobody else uh, saw. She didn't know it was there, she was hiding in the wardrobe, and suddenly discovered there was something in that wardrobe uh, other than fur coats. And, uh, of course, she goes through the, the wardrobe and finds this amazing place called Narnia where there's talking animals and a, a nasty witch and, uh, and lots of snow. And uh, C.S. Lewis says that once in our world, a stable had something in it that was bigger than our whole world. So just as the wardrobe contained something uh, absolutely amazing, there was a stable, C.S. Lewis says, that contained something that was bigger than our whole world. I wonder if anyone can guess what that was. God, yeah? A stable that contained God. How amazing is that? The angel said to her, do not be afraid, Mary. You've found favour with God. You will be with child and give birth to a son and you will give him the name Jesus. And he'll be great and called Son of the Most High. The Lord will give him the throne of his father, David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. His kingdom will never come to an end. And of course, the kingdom of God is something that we can't see. We can't see the kingdom of God. Uh, but just because you can't see it, doesn't mean it's not there. Just because you can't see it, doesn't mean it's not there. So, seeing the invisible is what we're about at Christmas time. Uh, a guy called uh, A.W. Tozer says, Faith is seeing the invisible, but not the non-existent. Because we can't see something, doesn't mean that it doesn't exist. I don't know if you knew, but in the making of the film, The Chronicles of Narnia, Narnia Georgia Henley's, the little girl, uh, reactions when she emerges from the wardrobe into the snowy world are completely genuine. She was blindfolded and carried to the set when, the film, when they filmed the scene. So both the actor and the character are seeing Narnia for the first time. And uh, so they capture that reaction. And, uh, of course, in the story of the nativity... Uh, people were seeing God for the first time in his son, Jesus Christ. So seeing the invisible. Uh, Hebrews talking, talking about Moses talks about seeing him who is invisible, referring, of course, to God. Seeing the invisible. And then it's about believing the unbelievable. It's about believing the unbelievable. Because that's what we ask people to do at Christmas time, isn't it? We ask people to believe in the unbelievable. How will this be, Mary asked the angel, since I am a virgin? In other words, she couldn't believe what she was being told. How will this be? And of course, in the story of Narnia, uh, 
Lucy's brothers and sisters didn't believe her when she came back and told her that she'd found this amazing world through a wardrobe. Why would they? It seemed unbelievable. Believing the unbelievable. Uh, Of course, Joseph also uh, found it difficult to believe the unbelievable. Uh, He had it in mind uh, to uh, divorce his wife quietly because he didn't believe it. Zachariah, uh, when he heard that his wife was uh, expecting, said, How can I be sure this? I'm an old man and my wife is well on in years. Great way to uh, refer to your wives, gentlemen. If you don't want to say she's old, she's well on in years. And of course the uh, the angel says, and now you will be silent and uh, not be able to speak until uh, the day this happens. Because you did not believe. Because you did not believe. So we're asking people to believe in the unbelievable. And then it's about accepting the impossible. So we're talking about seeing the invisible, believing in the unbelievable and accepting the impossible. Even Elizabeth, your relative, is going to have a child in her old age. And she who was said to be barren is in, is in her sixth month because nothing is impossible with God. Nothing is impossible with God. Accepting the impossible. The phrase that's used in Narnia is that it's always winter but never Christmas. Imagine that, always winter, but never Christmas. How would we get through winter if it wasn't for Christmas? I mean, we sing the song, I wish it could be Christmas every day. But in Narnia, it was always winter, but never Christmas. But that was until uh, Aslan was on the move. And when Aslan started to move, uh, the snow began to melt and things began to change. Wrong will be right, this was the prophecy in Narnia. Wrong will be right when Aslan comes in sight. At the sound of his roar, sorrows will be no more. When he bears his teeth, winter meets its death. And when he shakes his mane, we shall see spring again. And of course, in the story of Narnia, we have Aslan giving his life just as Jesus went on to give his life. As a sacrifice. Aslan gives his life to save Edward who had done wrong. And uh, Jesus gives his life for us who have also done wrong. And then he appears in all his glory. Coming back from the dead. That was an impossible thing. Um, But we are encouraged to accept the impossible. And of course uh, in the Christian faith we accept the impossible. Because we accept that Jesus who died for our sins also came back to life again. With Jesus, impossible becomes him possible. In Jesus, impossible becomes him possible. Uh, Timothy Keller writes this, Until you find meaning in God, your life will always be winter and never Christmas. Until you find meaning in God, your life will always be winter and never Christmas. Christmas. So accepting the impossible, God brought Jesus back from the death, proving he had broken the power of sin and death. And in Narnia, uh, the wicked witch had this power over the land that Aslan was able to destroy through his death. 
as he came back. Humanly speaking, it is impossible. But with God, all things are possible. Accepting the impossible. Mary accepted the impossible. I'm the Lord's servant, Mary answered. May it be as you have said. And Joseph accepts the impossible. When Joseph woke up, he did what the angel Lord had commanded him and took Mary home as his wife. The question is, will we accept the impossible? Will we accept the impossible? So Christmas, C.S. Lewis says, someday you will be old enough to start reading fairy tales again. I like that. Some days you'll be old enough to start reading fairy tales again. Well, we're not saying the story of Jesus is a fairy tale, but we are saying it involves the same sorts of things in uh, having to be able to see the invisible, having to be able to believe in the unbelievable and being able to accept the impossible. Let's pray. Father God, give us eyes to see the unseeable, the invisible, the invisible nature of your kingdom that is all around us, if only we had the eyes to see it. Help us to believe the unbelievable, that you love us and care for us, and that your love knows no depths, knows no ends. And help us to accept the impossible, that you were born and became human flesh and lived amongst us, died and rose again. And may that make our Christmas like no other Christmas before. We think of people who are living in places where it always seems to be winter and never Christmas. And we pray that Christmas might come for them. We think of the refugees. We think of people living in war-torn Syria. We think of the homeless. We think of those who've lost loved ones at Christmas time. And we pray that their winter might come to an end and that Christmas might come as they hear the good news about Jesus Christ. In his name we pray. Amen.